0: The Food and Drug Administration will allow prescription drugs to be imported from Canada to Florida. Senators comment on a copay assistance lawsuit, and a bipartisan deal is reached on overall funding levels to try and avert an impending government shutdown. For the week of January 8, 2024, from Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., this is Health on the Hill, brought to you by Heart Health Strategies. I'm Matt Duckworth. Kicking off this week's episode with some late-breaking news from Capitol Hill, where lawmakers returned to session this week after congressional leadership on Sunday announced a bipartisan agreement on top-line spending amounts, which provides a path to avoid a January 20th partial government shutdown. House Speaker Mike Johnson communicated the development in a Dear Colleague letter, stating, quote, the top line constitutes $1.590 trillion for fiscal year 2024, the statutory levels of the Fiscal Responsibility Act. That includes $886 billion for defense and $704 billion for non-defense, unquote. Democratic leadership, including Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, released a joint statement on the agreement, stating that, quote, the bipartisan top-line appropriations agreement clears the way for Congress to act over the next few weeks in order to maintain important funding priorities for the American people and avoid a government shutdown, unquote. Office of Management and Budget Director Shalanda Young characterized the work to pass funding for the Departments of Agriculture, Veterans Affairs, Energy, Agriculture Food and Drug Administration, Transportation, and Housing and Urban Development, ahead of the first government funding deadline on January 20th, as daunting, with House Speaker Mike Johnson standing by his pledge to not pass another continuing resolution. No decisions have been reached regarding which healthcare related riders could be attached to the January spending vehicle. A Medicaid disproportionate share hospital cut, delay, and funding for several programs, including the Community Health Center program, face a January 19th expiration. Other potential policy riders include a partial Medicare physician reimbursement fix, health transparency legislation, pharmacy benefit manager reforms, and site neutrality proposals. Congress has until February 2nd to pass the Labor, Health, and Human Services funding legislation and the other remaining annual appropriations bills. Capitol Hill today, where a bipartisan group of 19 senators, led by Tim Kaine, a Democrat from Virginia, and Roger Marshall, a Republican from Kansas, are urging the Biden administration to drop its appeal of a court decision that struck down a regulation allowing insurers to avoid counting manufacturer copay assistance toward patients' maximum out of pocket costs and deductibles. Patient advocacy groups, who brought the lawsuit against the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, argued that the rule contradicts the statutory definition of cost-sharing and would result in increased costs for patients. The lawmakers characterized the court decision as, quote, an important step in the right direction for low-income and other eligible patients who rely on manufacturer and non-profit copay assistance programs to alleviate affordability and access challenges for their medicines, unquote. The letter also expresses support, for the Help Ensure Lower Patient Copays Act that would prohibit the use of copay accumulators. The questions that we're asking here today are the questions that we hear from people in our communities every day. As the people's elected representatives, we have a responsibility to conduct oversight. President Biden's public health. That was the voice of Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers, a Republican from Washington who chairs the House Energy and Commerce Committee, who, alongside her members, are investigating the handling of internal scientific disagreements related to regulatory decisions at the Food and Drug Administration. The lawmakers specifically cite the events surrounding the departure of several agency vaccine regulators following updated coronavirus vaccine recommendations in August of 2021. Their letter seeks information on the adequacy of the FDA's existing policies for handling scientific disagreements and whether FDA leadership has taken retaliatory actions against dissenting FDA officials. The letter requests a written response from the agency no later than January 24th allow Florida to import uh, millions of dollars in prescription drugs from Canada including drugs uh, that would treat HIV AIDS, diabetes, hepatitis C. Winding down today with some news from the administration where the Food and Drug Administration has approved a plan from the state of Florida to allow the importation of prescription drugs from Canada. Before drug importation can commence, the state will first need to submit specific medications for FDA review and approval, and ensure the products have been tested for authenticity and safety. In its letter authorizing the proposal, the agency stated that Florida has demonstrated that its plan, quote, will significantly reduce the cost of covered products to the American consumer without posing additional risk to the public's health and safety, unquote. The agency has already denied a citizen petition from Pharma to block the importation plan. Other states, including Colorado and New Hampshire, along with the American Indian tribes, have expressed interest in submitting similar applications to the FDA. Back pay? I'm a guy that actually got some stuff done when I went to D.C. You look at these other guys that are on TV, they're in the bottom 25 when it comes to being effective legislators. And so... I went there to make a difference. Final news today, where Representatives Doug Lamborn, a Republican from Colorado, and Blaine Luchdemeyer, a Republican from Missouri, each announced last week that they will not be seeking re-election this year. Lamborn has served in Congress since 2006 and is a member of the Armed Services and Natural Resources Committees. Luchdemeyer was first elected to the House in 2008. He currently serves on the Financial Services and Small Business Committees. A running list of members of Congress who are retiring or seeking other office can be found in our weekly written policy briefing on the news page of our website at www.hhs.com. The meeting will come to order. Welcome to the Ways and Means Committee organizing meeting for the 118th Congress. The Committee on Energy and Commerce will come to order. The chair recognizes herself for an opening statement. Um, And it's a pleasure to bring together the first meeting of the Finance Committee in the 118th Congress. Good morning. The Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions will come to order. All right. We We end each week's episode with the call to order, where we lightning round congressional meetings and hearings in the near future that you need to know about. First, on Wednesday, December 10th at 10 a.m., the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee holds a hearing titled harnessing artificial intelligence to improve government services and customer experience. Second, on Thursday, January 11th at 10.15 a.m., the House Education and the Workforce Subcommittee on Health, Employment, Labor, and Pensions hosts the hearing, lowering costs and increasing access to Healthcare with employer-driven innovation. And last, on Thursday, January 11th, the House Veterans Affairs Committee convenes an oversight hearing entitled Rural Access. Is Veterans Affairs meeting all veterans where they live? Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of health on the hill brought to you by heart health strategies. For more information on this week's healthcare happenings in the administration and on Capitol Hill, you can visit our website at hhs.com and click on the news section at the top of the page. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Did we miss a story you wanted to hear this week? If so, email me at mduckworth at hhs.com and we may include it in our next episode. Have a great week and stay healthy.